supplication, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, and out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my what? From my youth. And so again, he's old now, and he's looking back. Verse 6. By thee have I been holden up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually thee. I am as a wanderer unto many, a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with joy with, uh, with uh, thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Cast me not off in the time of my what? Old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. So again, we see here, just if you can envision just a, a kind of a Reader's Digest condensed version of this. Again, it's an older man who is looking back and saying, uh, and, and as he looks at that, and as we read this, he really shows us six things. And again, we don't have a lot of time this morning, so we're going to briefly kind of go down through these six things. But again, very important for application. As I say, our, our, our text this morning during, during the, the church service, the application is in the text. <laughs> it's the power of the Holy Spirit that must apply that, that, that application to apply those things to our hearts. So let's look there again, just quickly. The first thing we notice again, and I've said it a hundred times, is that he was young. Look there again at verse number five. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. Look at verse 17. Again, we're just going to kind of, I'm going to include all of this because we don't have a lot of time. But again, he's thinking back. He's speaking about his youth. Look at verse 17. Oh God, thou hast taught me from my what? My youth. And hitherto I have declared thy wondrous works. And so again, he's thinking back. We think about what the scripture says about youth. <laughs> As one, one guy said, you know, youth is wasted on the youth. <laughs> I heard a guy the other, uh, not too long ago, I follow a lot of these uh, crime cases and stuff like that, and uh, he was put in prison for 10 years for some crimes that he had committed when he was young. He, got out. he was on this podcast, the guy that I follow, really good. And he said, the real problem is that freedom is wasted on the free. <laughs> we don't realize how glorious it is. And so, but you, you think about here, so he's, he's looking back, and what does the Bible say? We are to enjoy our youth while we can. Because when you're older, there may be no joy. And, and we can all feel that, I think. Uh, and even those who, you know, the younger ones, you can feel yourself aging in this. So he's, he's looking back, and he's, he's saying, from my youth, the Lord has, has certainly watched over me. Now, second of all, again, it's not really a, 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 you know, a, a real thing that's going to jump out, because I've already said it, but he, he's old now. He's old. And look there, if you would, at verse number 9. Verse number 9. Cast me not off from the, from the time of old age, forsake me not when my strength faileth. Look there at verse number 18. Again, he mentions it. He says, Not also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not. Look, you can just hear him imploring God in his old age. There's something lacking, brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know if, you know, and I, I've thought this through a lot again, just thinking about how it, it makes me really, how should we say, I, my, my radar is up because of what I've experienced in the last year. Just again, these older men who, for some reason, 
And I don't know if the, the, you know, the testosterone goes down. I, I don't know what happens. But godly men who've lived and walked their life you know, the whole time, and then just you, you either hear from them or you, you see something, it's like you're in shock that this happened. Well, this is what the psalmist is asking the Lord. Hey, keep me in my old age. Watch over me, Lord, so that I don't... Uh, and, you know, and one of the things, one of the most grievous things about having either a moral failure or anything like that in our older age, think about what that does to your testimony, first of all. All that time, all those years, and again, I, I, I'm speaking this in the spirit of Galatians 6.1. Look there if you would. Let's just look at that real quickly. Look at Galatians chapter 6. Look what Paul says. And again, when I communicated with my with my with my brother, he is he's a brother in the Lord. I I text him this when I told him the things and said the things that I said to him. Look at verse number one. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, well that fault literally means error or or just a willful sin, which is what happened. Ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of what? Meekness. Look at what it says. Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. And so, again, this is the idea. This is what happens. Failure happens, and then those who are remaining faithful in the Lord. Because what happens once the kinds of things that have happened to my friends have happened, you are out of the ministry. It's over. You can never restore that. And it's quite amazing. So, our whole text, this, this is what he's talking about. Again, I hate to keep beating the drum, but this is what he's saying. He was young, he had a relationship, he's old, he's asking God now, even in his older age, to watch over him. Look back there now, Psalms 71. And we see here again this relationship and how close he was to the Lord. In fact, if we look there in verse number one, look at what he says. In thee, O Lord, do I put my what? So he trusted in God, what God was doing. Let me never be put to confusion. Look at verse number three. Be thou my strong uh, habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given command to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. So the strong habitation, he's putting his trust, that resort. He's hanging there on God himself. Look there at verse five now, if you would. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my what? My trust and my youth. And so again, he's he's directing us in our old age. The relationship is he's looking back. He's keep, he, he, he keeps telling we must trust in the Lord. So this is what he did. Now these are steps, brothers and sisters, that will help us. That will help us maintain a relationship and maintain in our old age this good example, this good testimony to the world. Because again, there's, there, there, there's two things that happen when you fall. When one falls morally or whatever it might be. It's your own testimony, and then even above that is the testimony of who? The testimony of God. What that does to, to God and to his, to his name. And he resorts back and back and back over and over again. Excuse me. He admits, the fourth thing he admits, is that life is certainly full of trouble. <laughs> He's affirming what Job wrote, right? Not once, but twice. And uh, we remember that, right? Man is born of trouble and the spark fly upward. <laughs> and so he acknowledges that. He acknowledges that life here on earth is full of trouble. 
And uh, it's full of snares and catches and all kinds of things. And so he's, he, again, helps us to be uh, aware of that. Look at verse number four. He speaks of one kind of trouble. Deliver me, O oh my God, out of the hand of the what? The wicked. Out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. So, again, he understands that this is where his trouble comes from. And he's asking God of him to deliver him from that. Just like our text this morning. <laughs> Paul speaks of being delivered and how God delivered him. The Christian. Look there, if you would, at verse number 13. He again brings this to our mind. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. So again, he's understanding the source of his trouble. <laughs> you think about, boy, I've learned a lot recently, um, you know, as a, as a pastor, as a Christian man. Um, you sit around and you think of the years back. You know, all, you know, some of us have been here a while. <laughs> We've seen some real ups and downs right in this, right in this fellowship here, ups and downs. Uh, some of it, uh, definitely, uh, I had a hand in it, for sure. Uh, but most of it, is some of it, I guess I should say this way, some of it is the way I handled it. I didn't handle it quite right like I should have. But most of the trouble comes from outside. Most of that comes, and it comes in the church, and it causes all just kinds of, all kinds of unholy things. And so there's trouble, and he mentions it several times in the text. Fifth thing, he knows this, that God is righteous. And again, he speaks of his trust in the, in the Lord God, he, and now he speaks of God's righteousness. And that's good. We've got to remember that, right? Righteousness, when we understand God properly. Uh, the fear of the Lord does a lot of things. <laughs> in fact, if we had time, you can look in Scripture and see what the fear of the Lord does to us. It keeps us from sinning. It, 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 it keeps us from doing some things that are unholy and ungodly. And, and uh, if we could just remember that God is righteous, that will help us. Look there, if you would, as he brings that out to us. Look at verse number two. He says, deliver me in thy what? Righteousness. There he's understanding God is righteous. Look at verses 15 and 16. Look there if you would. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day. For I know not the number thereof. I will go to the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy what? Righteousnesses. Look at the even of thine own life. So again, he's acknowledging the righteousness of God. Look at verse 19. He really brings this out. Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Who has done great things, O God? Who is like unto thee? And then you look there, if you would, at verse 24, he brings it to an end again. Righteousness, the Lord's righteousness. He continually brings that out. Look at verse 24. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, for they are brought unto shame seek my hurt. And so again, he understands the character of God. He understands it from his youth. He understands it now in his old age, and he keeps reverting back to trusting in him, and then understanding God's character, that he is righteous. And uh, he's the one who makes us righteous. And so therefore, we should be, as the Spirit of God allows, live righteous lives. The sixth thing that produces a godly old person can I say that again? The sixth thing that produces a godly old person is what he brings out. He praises God. He trusts in him, speaks of his righteousness, and then he can't help himself. 
but to praise God. Look there at verse 6. By thee have I been holding up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My what? My praise shall be continually of thee. Look at verse 8. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise. You see that there? And with thy honor all the day. Look at verse 14. Isn't this neat? Neat how, how he brings this out. Look at verse number 14. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee. Amen. Amen. More and more. Look at one more time. He ends it out in verse 22. I will also praise thee with the psalter. Even thy truth, O my God, unto thee will I sing with the heart, O thou holy one of Israel. So again, we, we, we see what he's doing. He, again, just to recap it just a little bit. He was young, now he's old. He looks back, he trusted in God when he was young, and now he's asking God to keep him, to hold him up while he's old. And again, I don't know what happens to men. I don't know if we just have some testosterone. I don't know. I, I don't get it. But anyway, this is what he's doing. He trusted in God alone. Again, we've seen that in the text. His life, he knows life is full of trouble. He knows God is righteous. That's why he praises him over and over again in the text. These things will help us, just not men. You know, it's really, I was telling Wendy, you know that you've entered a reprobate state in your country. Because there's a lot of things women are doing that are not natural for them to do. What do I mean by that? And again, just from a, a man's view and a moral perspective, okay, men are kind of more susceptible to that vision and seeing things and that. We, we know this. There's no doubt about that. But if you look at our culture, it's actually now the women who are absolutely falling off. I mean, completely falling off the edge. You think about this week after week. There's reports of teachers. I saw another one last week. It's just, you read this and you just go, what? What in the world is going on? That's not natural for women to think that way. It's not. It's, they're more emotional. They're more, hey, uh, you know, did you open the door for me? Did you, did you help me with this? Did you do that? that that's what they are. And then, then, that, then you get closer that way. So when you see women doing what they're doing, you know we've entered a reprobate state of condition of mind. And this is one of the things, again, that he is greatly concerned with. Oh, Lord, keep me, hold me up, and keep me in my old, old age. So let's just finish here with Proverbs chapter 16. Look there, if you would. I uh, mentioned earlier, Selah, What's happening to your hair? <laughs> it's not nice and dark like Levi's or anything like that. It's getting salty, as my, my wife said. It's getting salted. It's turning gray. And this really is what we look at here in Proverbs chapter 16. Look what the Bible says. Again, keeping in mind, when you're youthful, you do stupid things. I mean, I was not saved when I was young. The Lord saved me when I was 25 years old. Um, so I've lived some things, done some things, and thankful that that stuff's behind you. But again, you as you look back now, I guess, well, 25 would be youthful, wouldn't it, I guess now? <laughs> I guess that's what we're thinking. 25 is actually quite youthful now that I'm months away from being 60. I mean, it, it, but, but you consider this. And so the prayer is this, as the proverb 
the author of Proverbs right. Look at verse number 31. Look what it says here. The hoary head, which is, that's the old English for gray. It's the gray in the head. Is a crown of glory. Listen. If it be found in the way of what? Righteousness. And again, he that is slow to anger is better than the, the mighty, the rule of the city. Uh, he that taketh a city. Now, you, you, you consider what the author of Proverbs said. The hoary head is a crown of glory. If it be found in the way of righteousness. And again, this is, this is the idea. As we grow older, and especially men, if you're listening, please. And I said this to our elders after I found out what happened to my friend again just weeks ago. On our, on when we were together, men, check yourselves. If, you're, if there's anything like morally that's going on, please. <laughs> Seek counsel. Stop it before you embarrass yourself and the Lord himself. And so uh, these are one of the things that we that I consider a lot about. That hoary head, if it is in righteousness, it's a, it's a crown. The Lord allows you to live a certain age and, and uh, from our youth, even on up to our old age. All right, so it's 10 to 17. Anybody, any thoughts or questions or comments about that at all? Again, you see the you see the application in the text, don't you? <laughs> uh, again, I, 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 don't, I, I don't quite understand all of it, but for me, I look at that and I, and I see what he did and the application of seeking God and his righteousness, trusting in the Lord and his righteousness. That's that's the application, to, to hold us and keep us from these most unholy things that happen. All right, well, let's, uh, let's pray together this morning, and we'll be dismissed. Father, again, we, we thank you for your goodness to us. Father, we've seen in our text this morning for Bible study a man who was young and had a great relationship with you in his youth, and as he's grown older now, he's looking back, and he telling us. He's divulging how we as we grow older we can grow into our hoary heads in a godly and righteous way. By trusting in you, by praising you, by understanding your righteousness and Father just believing being accountable, being accountable to others and to brothers and sisters and, and Lord to you, knowing you are indeed righteous. And now, Father, I pray as we as we uh, start the, the church service this morning that your hand would be guiding and directing us, Lord, and that you would be edified and glorified and your people would be also edified through the preaching of your word and Lord, that the Spirit of God would sink these truths deep down into our hearts and minds. We ask now and pray all these things in Jesus' name.